This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Hi, welcome to Dare to Find Your Voice. I am here with my good friend Jojo Bennington, and I'm very excited about this interview. So a few things about Jojo. I could tell you many things about Jojo. I will just limit it to (laughs) Jojo is a... Um, she's had many professions. I'll just start with Kino runner turned tanning salon owner turned network marketing professional. Um, she is a self-made millionaire, um, a legacy millionaire with her company and a certified nutritional consultant. Also a woman's empowerment coach and the co-founder of up retreats, which we'll talk about that later. Um, and right now she is very excited about her first book. She is a co-author in a Journey of Riches series, and that should be up on Amazon. How soon, Jojo? I believe it's at the end of the month, so it's coming up quick. That's so exciting. Yeah, so exciting. How much fun is that? Um, It's so fun. (laughs) Yay. And so Jojo will tell us a little bit about, you know, what is in that book, and I'm excited to dig into everything Jojo as soon as we have this commercial break. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Um, I, I want to ask you, you know, you can tell us anything else you want us to know about you. Um, I also want to ask, like, what is the... What is your journey and how did you discover that becoming a certified nutritional consultant and a network marketing professional and a women's empowerment coach, how did you discover that path for you and how did that become your your purpose, your passion? Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to join you today. Yeah, and, um, I'm happy to be here with you. And what a great question. So first of all, let me just tell you, I was not a Kino runner. I was a blackjack dealer. Oh. I actually had to count. <laughs> she actually had to count. I know nothing about either yeah, one, so okay. Blackjack, there you go. So, you know, the, all of those things were not anywhere on my radar. I just knew that I wanted something different. And you know, when you grow up in Las Vegas, it, it's it's kind of always in the back of your mind. Um, 
black deck dealer, bartender, something in the casino, something that has to do with that. And I always said I never would. But then I was given a really amazing opportunity to actually go be a blackjack dealer. They would teach me. I would go have this um, job that um, kind of fell into my lap. And it was good money at the time. And I said yes to that. But being there um, didn't feed my soul, didn't give me the things. It gave me a good paycheck but it didn't give me the things that um, I knew I was looking for something. I just didn't know what it was. And it was good. It was comfortable. I could clock in and clock out and go home every day and um, not have to think about it. It was a steady paycheck. So yeah, it was comfortable. We kind of call them golden handcuffs because um, the money's good and you get stuck there because you don't, you don't really have a way to go somewhere else and make more money. And I have always been entrepreneurial um, at heart, and I met a guy one night who told me he owned tanning salons, and I picked his brain for several hours until at the end of that conversation, I decided that that's where I was going, and um, walked out that night, said I was going to have a tanning salon, and six months later, I, um, along with my sister, opened one, and then we opened two, and then we had three, and... Um, I thought that that was going to be my freedom. What was and it about the, big, sorry, what was it, what was it about the I'm tanning sorry. salon that attracted your attention? Like, what was it about that? Like if it would have been anybody presenting anything, would you have taken it? Cause it was the way out or was there something about the tanning salon that appealed yeah, you to you? Know what? I, I love to have a tan. I love the idea of helping people, um, be educated about tanning, do it a safer way instead of, you know, going in and baking themselves every day, which is what a lot of people did. And, and so it was really, um, and there I was being the teacher way back then before I even realized that's what I was doing. And, um, we opened, um, tantalizing tanning salons. The, mm-hmm. the name credit goes to husband Vinny for it, for the name. And, name. but what I realized was that, um, I didn't get to clock in and clock out anymore. And, go home and not worry about things. I had multiple employees that now relied on me. I had to be there to stick the key in the door every morning. I did everything from, you know, change the lamps in the tanning bed to the laundry, to mop, to payroll, to, it was all, it was all dependent on us. And that was a weird um, sort of space where you go, okay, I wanted my freedom, but I really didn't have any freedom there either. It was cool to kind of have my own thing, it was my own baby, but it, it really didn't give me freedom. Okay. And nutrition came into my into my path when I wasn't feeling well. And I saw a really gifted naturopath who sparked my real my love for nutrition and wellness and how amazing the body is to heal itself. And um, I started down a path of really looking at nutrition as, as a way out. And I was actually going, planning to go back to school, um, get certified, go back for four years, do the whole thing. And um, <laughs> the company that I'm with now um, came onto my radar when your husband <laughs> me and asked Imagine me that. if I had ever cleansed. Yeah. And, and who knew that that path of that conversation um, would really 
change not only the trajectory of my life, but of my husband's life and and thousands of people that have um, joined us on this crazy nutrition mission. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it amazing the way that, that our life is a pathway to our purpose when we allow it to be, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And and who knew? I had none of that was on my radar. Like if you'd have asked me, I would have said, you know, thirty years ago, if where I would be, I I could never have written this story ever. I couldn't have written it. And that's the cool part. Yeah, looking back, it's always like, wow. Um, I'm noticing, or I, because it's it's one thing to be able to live what we're passionate about. I think everybody really wants to do something they love. And there's also this thing called money, and money um, is necessary. I know my husband one time said, money's not everything, but it ranks right up there with oxygen. You know, and I'm like, oh, I guess it does. Like, we need money to function. And a lot of times it feels like there's a choice between passion and loving our life or money. And, you know, so when you took the job to be the blackjack person, not runner, blackjack dealer. Dealer. There we go. Getting my terminology down. Um, was it mostly a, a money choice? And the money, I mean, because money can, we don't have to be an entrepreneur to have money and to enjoy our life. Like, could it, it could have paid for you to enjoy, you know, life outside of work, right? It was absolutely a money choice. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And then so what was the, if, if you had the, the money, what was the call to you? Do you know from your heart, like what was the call for you, to you to want to still be an entrepreneur when you had the money to pay for your your life and your passion? I, your passion at the time. It didn't <laughs> feed my soul to go in and count to 21 every night. Okay. It was, uh, I met a lot of amazing people. And I stayed for as long as I did because I had the most incredible customers and they fed me, but it just wasn't, I knew I was destined for more in this world than that. And it's an absolute uh, godsend for a lot of people because the money that you can make there is incredible and you don't have to be highly educated and and because it opens doors like that for people, they can really create a life for themselves. And I just knew there was something more for me. I didn't know that how it would come or where it would come from. The tanning salon um, came into the path. It was something I got excited about. And had I not taken that step, that was my step that took me to my nutrition path, Mm. which took me, to the next path, which was, um, meeting Dave, which took me to the next path, which was, um, understanding that, um, health is not just body health is mind health is soul health is spirit that, that, Mm. that to be able to stand in our own power, see our beauty and, it was a lot, it was a space that not a lot of us felt comfortable in. And we struggled so much with the thought of weight. And, and that's what we worked with for a really long time was helping people with weight and realizing in all of that story and all of that thing, we feel like we're supposed to be this certain thing, this certain look, this mm-hmm. certain type, this certain, this certain kind of person, um, 
based on some of the images and the things that were taught as were brought up and ads and marketing. And we think we're supposed to be this certain thing. And really in all of that, we lose who we are um, as women. We mm. lose who we are as these beautiful, unique beings. And to be able to help people get back to that is um, become my path because I feel like that nutrition piece is so huge. And as you start to um, feel better and look better in your own skin, right? So you mm-hmm. feel better and look better to yourself. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's all you. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to see your own beauty and stand in your power gives you such a different outlook and view of the world and the things that you can do with your world. Wow. I'm hearing you, you know, mention all of these different things. And, you know, at first you're chasing, you weren't chasing, but the money to be able to sustain. So there's this financial piece. There's this physical piece that's not our body, but it's that, it's life, right? And then there's the freedom piece that came in with owning your tanning salons that also had, you know, the the health, the teaching, the safer way. And then there was the you know, chasing even just weight loss and that physical type of thing. And and each one of those, when it's by itself, really doesn't lead to that wholeness, to that health, to that wellness that, you know, creates a that power in life that you were talking about. But the marriage of all of them together, so you have the physical, you know, the health and wellness, then you have the the financial freedom that allows us to, you know, really partake in life. And then you talked about that, that empower, empowerment, which, you know, as, as a woman's empowerment coach, there's that piece as well. That owning of our power, that spiritual, that emotional piece that when it becomes all together, there's like this wholeness, there's this, this magic place of life. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of them have when we can bring them all together, they, they kind of lead to a central why, right? A central like motivation piece of desire that keeps you going even when it's hard. Because Jojo, I know you well enough to know that this hasn't been hard for you. It wasn't hard for you to make the decision. Or it wasn't hard. It wasn't easy. It has been hard for you. It hasn't been easy. It wasn't easy to lead the blackjack job to, like, was it scary to decide to buy a tanning salon and become your own boss? Was that scary? It was exciting and scary, but you know, when you go from, from paycheck employee where that certainty is there, I can clock in and clock out and, and, and that whole piece is relying on someone else. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I just clock in and clock out. They write me a check Mm -hmm. every week. Well, you walk away from that and now it's all me. It's all me. And that's scary okay, now I'm responsible for this whole huge mm-hmm. thing and for other people and um, for signing this lease. And, you know, you like see the things that pile up and, um, and then it, it sort of shifts to that excitement. Uh, it's all up to me and I can create this. Mm-hmm. I can, I have the power to choose how this turns out. I have the power to create what I want here. And, you know, as you said, each one of those things is a marriage together. Each one of those things was a stepping stone that lit up the next one. Mm-hmm. So if you, you think of the, the phrase that you don't see, need to see the whole staircase, right? You just need to see the first step. And I've just taken the step. And as I take, 
niche that the next step has been has been shown and and it's still being shown <laughs> as as we speak right now there's yeah. still things that are coming um I don't you know it's ego what do I want to be when I grow up I don't know it's yeah. still coming up <laughs> so we'll see. yeah and it gets to be exciting it's still a little bit scary to take that next step because you don't know where your foot will land right but it becomes exciting too because you realize wow each step I take there's this this new piece of me that's creating that deeper wellness, you know, that's leading me to the, that deep breath of fresh air. That's like, Oh, this is life. I love life. I always think of Michael Jackson and uh, the Billy Jean video when he's stepping and on the sidewalk. And each time he takes a step, the piece, the tile lights up. <laughs> I always picture that. I was like, take that visual. next step. Yeah. <laughs> I always see him. And I start dancing to Billy Jean, you know? Um, so, I loved how you said, you know, at first it was up to me and that's scary. I mean, you're the one writing the check and being stuck in the fear of that could have stopped you. Couldn't it? Couldn't you have gone, you could have gone back to blackjack, right? Or sure. something like that. Absolutely. Um, and, and at one point I did cause I was scared. I went back for a couple of months because I felt like, um, I, I was nervous. My husband, and had lost his job mm. and um we had things that were coming at us and you know when when you have a really when you have a husband who's making decent money right and mm. it, it gives you a little bit of freedom and when you lose that and then it really it really was up to me then it was really that was that was a scary time and I realized that as I the first time I walked in and stood behind that table for the first time again and I went this I did not fit into that mold anymore. Like just putting the uniform on mm-hmm. sort of made me feel sick. Mm-hmm. And um, standing there, I was like, who is this person? Okay, this is this is not who I am. And I, I, I didn't stay long. It wasn't, it wasn't long at all. It was, even if it was a couple of months, I couldn't, it just wasn't there for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because as I, as I did that and sort of stepped away a little bit, everything flourished on the other side. Sometimes when we release control, things are allowed to to grow on their own. Yeah, wow, for sure. Sometimes, too, maybe that step backward um, reminds us of the reason why we stepped forward in the first place. I I teach, you know, there's this, um, the voice program that I've created is, you know, understanding the value of who you are is, I believe it's a foundational piece. Like it's the, it's the, the cornerstone in the cement that holds it all together. I also believe that that doesn't happen first. Like we have to be open to trying new things and to listening to that voice inside that's saying, no, you're not a blackjack dealer. That's not who you are. You're more than that. Like you, you have a bigger purpose than this casino. And so then it's like taking an intentional step of action and it's scary. Most of the time that's scary. And, and when we remember again, like going back to, and the V, the value part, just continues to feed itself. Like, oh, this is why. This is what I love. This is what drives me. And and by doing all of those steps, it solidifies that why. Do you feel like your why has become stronger the more that you've moved forward and the more that you've experienced all of the things you've experienced? Mm, absolutely. And my why continues to get stronger. It's, um, you know, at each step of the fear, mm-hmm. it's been that little voice that says, okay, I know you're scared, but everything will be fine on the other side. Everything will be fine on the other side. And and that voice is always there for me. Even when things seem really tough, Hmm. the voice is always there. And so it's just taught me to remember to go back in and go, 
okay, remember that everything is always going to be okay. Everything is always going to be okay. And um, that's helped me move forward. And mm-hmm. that each step I take, I, I just know more and more that my why is a big part of my why is helping people understand that they can redefine themselves in any mm. way that they choose at any that time. They can be whatever they choose. And in the process I get to also go along with that. So it's not just about on the outside. It's also on the inside. Mm. So wholeness in that external and uh, internal uh, wow. me, me walking my talk along nice. with the people that um, are are daring to redefine themselves along with me. Wow, walking the talk, that's huge. That's so huge. And we go back to that talk of it's all up to me. And it was scary. I mean, you said your husband lost his job, so you had that security for a little bit. And it was gone suddenly. And you're like, it's all up to me. And you did for a minute go back to, you know, the security and realize this isn't my place. What was that shift that all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's all up to me. Like, it was literally all up to you for your whole family to survive. You know, you and Vinny to survive was up to you. What turned that into a freedom instead of a fear and a, and a, a terror, maybe even? <laughs> it was, you know, when I, as I was building my network marketing business, I would repeatedly ask him to come along and join me. Come do this with me. You know, we we want to get involved and we think, Oh, you know, we have our partner's going to join us and it's all going to be rainbows and sunshine. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, <laughs> not this time. And he would say no, no, no. And even after he lost his job and, um, and there was really like the work picture here was really bleak. Um, he would still say no. And it was that moment that I went, okay, I, I have to go create something. I know I have this in me and I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. And while he sat on the couch and, and watched the work picture get worse and worse and um, got a little sad and it became the angry bird champion of the world. (laughs) (laughs) I, changed our future and it it took me almost two years to even tell him that I had done as well as we had done he kept asking me how are how are we making it I'm like oh you know you made a lot of overtime right before you got laid off so I just stretched it really far yeah obviously that wasn't the case It it had been multiple years but um I changed the the direction of our future and I um, replaced my income. I replaced his income. And then I finally told him that what I had done and I had paid off our bills and paid off our cars and, and really, except for our house, we were pretty much debt free. And he was just like, wow, how, how did you do this? And when did you do this? And I was like, well, when you were kind of sitting there feeling sorry for yourself, but it was, a, it was a struggle. It was hard to, to watch him and, have to go on the other side and, and be positive. I mean, there was you know, multiple times I would um, drive to go meet a client, and on the way there, I, you know, I, I would cry and feel like this was just beyond my control. And you know, then you pull up and you know, 
pull up your bootstraps and wipe the tears and get out and go do the thing that you have to do and and, and push through it. And it's no question made me stronger. Um, it's made our relationship stronger because as as I as he saw what I was able to do, he he actually did finally decide to opt in and join me. Um, and and that's a struggle too. It's a, it's a whole new it's a whole new avenue of relationship. You know, when you have marriage and you have business and you're doing those things together, it's a whole new learning curve. And um, so every step of the way, I've just been able to see that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So, I mean, not only, you know, you've left your security behind, you know, somebody else writing the check, you've taken responsibility, you have a husband who isn't behind you, really isn't loving your decision, then who loses his job. And, and that was at a time when the whole world was a little bit afraid of money, right? That was during 2008, 2009, all that the recession, the really hard financial hit. I mean, everything around you, really could have been telling you it's impossible and you still chose to see the possibility. Now I'm, I want to know what was it that kept you? Were you alone in that? Like, did you just find something with inside of yourself or was there something else you leaned to, to be able to, you know, you said Vinny sat on the couch and watched the world get worse is how you said it as he played angry birds (laughs) on top of that, (laughs) the name in itself. Um, and you decided to change your future instead. So where did that decision come from? And how did you find the power to continue in that? I, I delved into personal growth. So first of all, there's pieces that came from me. Um, there's pieces that came from the outside. Um, there was lots of pieces that came from your hubby who helped me through really struggling with the mindset of, um, not looking at the negative and only looking at the positive. I created community around myself and luckily inside of the the company um, that I was building, the business that I was building, the environment there was very positive and uplifting. So I could unplug from here and go plug in there and Mm -hmm. get my batteries charged in a different way. And it was that constant, that constant, step of getting my battery charged that kept me going. It was that a constant positive environment and feeding myself with things that kept me up, uplifted, that kept me going. I don't know that I could have done it without all of that. Yeah, you know, I don't know if anybody could. There's a, a lot of people think, well, I've just got to, like, get my, my will needs to be stronger. I need to be more determined. But will is not an unending supply. We have a, a mutual mentor, coach, trainer, person who tells us all the time that environment is stronger than will. And so there is 100% responsibility that we have to take to choose to, you know, dig deep and to do the work and also to choose our environment, right? Environment is so important. Who do we choose to spend our time with? They say what the sum of the sum total of the five people we hang around with the most is who we become, right? Yeah, absolutely, and it's so true. And and that that mutual mentor we had also told me um, what I was deserving of, mm. and it was it was something that you know maybe up until that point I had never really thought about how much I deserved to have what I desired, how much I did. 
I deserved it. And I, mm-hmm. it was, it was such a weird concept for me that, um, and embracing that of, of knowing that I deserved it. And, and that was just one more of those steps that lit the way. Yeah. Wow. Me too. When you get, when you take that step, you realize that you deserve it and you take the the step to not only deserve it, but actually to have it right to grab hold and have it. Then suddenly the next step lights up, which has happened for me too. And I don't know if it's the same for everyone. It seems to be, but all of a sudden it's like everyone else deserves it too. And, And now it's my passion and my mission, I believe to teach other people that they deserve it and show them how to get it right. So it becomes a mission almost to share this type of lifestyle with other people, right? Which comes to the women's empowerment coach that you are and also the up retreats that you and I do together, right? What can you yes. tell us about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, you know, there's maybe nothing better that I've experienced than watching the light bulb go on for someone where it has been so dim previously. Mm-hmm. And to... So about the up retreat. So we decided to um, go with up. And so what up stands for is UP. And we started out with unlimited potential, but then it was unleash your power and, you know, anything that really fit in, into the, into the UP. There's a lot of things that fit, right? Yes, unlimited power. Absolutely. It's fun. It's really and, fun. And to really take a small intimate group of women and be able to, share a space with them and look at our inner beauty, our outer beauty, our being able to stand in our power, being able to find our voice and and speak up for ourselves and speak up for our desires and our wishes and, and know that we're deserving and to be able to forgive not only ourselves, but the people around us for, for things in our space. We all hold on to so much. And to create this small community of women who become friends for life, who support each other long after the retreat is over, who um, are still loving, caring, and giving in this community that we create. Um, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm excited for our next one. <laughs> and it's coming up in the fall, October 19th through the 21st, right? Is. Yeah. And at the Sophia Retreat Center in Colorado. Dolores, in, Colorado. In Dolores, Colorado. Yes. We have the whole place. It's going to be incredible. Um, we're all just going. We're going to stay there. We have a private chef on staff who's going to make us the best to be healthy meals. And we just have this amazing, sacred space to share together. And I, I can't wait. Yay. I'm glad I get to do it with you. I know. It's, it's a a real joy to be able to work in this space and to like, I, I knew the moment that I was at a retreat and my light bulb turned on, I knew that I would be doing this. I want, I needed, it was, it was, I wanted to, but I didn't really want to, but I knew I needed to be able to present that same kind of environment to other people who were, who were seeking for their own light to be turned on. And you, um, gave me the courage to do that because you with all of your skills and all of your organization were able to like, you know, give me a foundation to like, oh, okay, now I can do this. So working together, it's, it's really, 
empowering and exciting and I'm excited and that registration is still open by the way so you can go to upretreats.life and you can read all about it and there is a leg- registration link it's really um well priced so a lot of fun um anything else you want to add about that or any any part of your story Jojo Oh my goodness. Well, and so for the retreat, we've kept it to a price point where it's really great because this one will be all inclusive. So your room and your food and everything's all included with that. So yeah. um, just got to get there. And, and from the home, it's all, it's all taken care of. And so I, I just appreciate you so much and, and being able to, to spend and share time with you and, and learn from you and, um, that's been a huge part of my journey as well. And it's fun because we're, we're all so alike and we're all so different and unique all at the same time. Uh-huh. And to um, have the people around us and the, the community around us of, of loving support, of non-judgment, of that space that we want to live in so much that um, not all of us can, can find and in the regular outside world, it's great to build the community and tribe, and I'm glad we've been able to do that together. Yeah, it's been fun to watch each other grow, I think, and being able to come together in our likeness and then learn and grow from our differences is really a powerful thing, which is part of the the community that we um, are building again with the Up Retreats. So I have one last question for you. Well, first of all, how can people find you if they want to work with you, if they want to know how Jojo can empower them or how Jojo can teach them about nutrition, how do they find you? You, I'm all over the place. So you can go to (laughs) jojobennington.com, which is my website. You can um, find me on Instagram at Redefine Yourself. You can get me on Facebook at Jojo Bennington or at um, Dare to Redefine Yourself with Jojo. So there you go. And pretty easy to find. If you type Jojo Bennington in anywhere, you will find Jojo. And um, we will post those in the show notes as well. Okay, so my final question this is the surprise question at the end of every podcast. I am all about helping people to see that there is more good news than bad news in the world. Sometimes the bad news seems to speak louder. We find it on more channels on TV or radio, usually. And I believe, and I have a, a she role that I've had my whole life. Anne Murray, who in the 80s um, had a song, a very popular song called A Little Good News. And ever since then, I'm like, yes, that's what I want to be. I want to be able to be the the newspaper that, that broadcasts all the good news. So by my, um, a, my chance, my opportunity of talking to you today and interviewing you, I would like to ask you to share a little bit of good news from your corner of the world. Oh, my goodness. Um... There's lots of good news for me um, with the book coming out. That's very exciting. So that's good news. Um, we are also, I am moving towards my second book. That'll be all mine. So nice. I am writing a book about forgiveness. That will be um, fun and lighthearted, but also be able to help people move forward. So, um, so that's good news. And I would love to share that. I I am looking at um, spending more time. Good news that fills my soul up is to be able to work to kind of help environmentally to get all the stuff out of our oceans that's floating around that doesn't belong there. So 
that's just kind of part of the thing that um, you look at the bad stuff, but there's so much good going on there with um, new technology and new things that are happening. And so um, that makes me happy. Yeah. New kinds of little stories that you hear of where people are becoming aware of the environment and making little changes to bring a big difference, right? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Even small stuff helps. Especially the small stuff. Awesome. I love that. And I love the fact too, that you are able to live a dream of becoming an author. And and that's something that I am, I believe 100% that we can all do. We can all live our dream just by taking again, those little steps that add up. So Thank you so much for joining me today, Jojo. I really have enjoyed this conversation. Even though I feel like I know you and I know your story, I always learn something um, from listening to your story. So thank you for sharing yourself with me and with my audience. Invitation. was fun. You're welcome. And thanks to everybody who listened. And join us again next time on Dare to Find Your Voice. This is the EWN Podcast Network.